Thank you, Gloria. You know, my favorite, it's not one of my favorite songs of Christmas is Silent Night. I don't know, it does something to me, and it's beautiful, and it's good that we um, are saying goodbye to the Christmas 
season with this beautiful song. Uh, many people are sad because Christmas is over. Uh, there was so much hype this year and so much uh, preparations and everything is down, period. Our, our um, lights on the house are coming down this week as, my, as maybe your homes do and so it's, it's over. But you know one thing? The joy of Jesus Christ in our hearts will continue 24-7 forever. Amen. And that's the beauty of having Jesus Christ in your heart. Now, we have another subject today, and let's open our uh, book to Psalms, Psalms 105. Psalms 105. Okay, we got it here. Thank you, Gloria, again. She touched my heart with this. I want to read five verses. Verses one through five. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Speak of all his wonders, glory in his holy name. Let the heart of those who seek the Lord be glad. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Remember his wonders which he has done. Remember his wonders, which he has done, his marvels and the judgments uttered by his mouth. May God bless his word. This is our reading today. And the subject I want to talk about today is one word, remember. Remember. Remember his wonders, which he has done, his marvels and the judgments uttered by his mouth. This is the last Sunday, as you well know, of 2019. We cannot come to an end of a year without reflecting on the past. Neither can we project our thoughts into the incoming year without thinking what it holds for us. Whether we reflect on the past or on the present or on the future, we can be assured of God's presence with us. Amen? He is with each of his children always, even unto the end of the ages. And today I want to share with you three points. Let's look a little bit backward. 
You want to call it reflection on the past? Fine. Let's look a little bit backward. And as we closing the year in about a couple, three days, okay, each and every person, many people, companies, uh, stores, everywhere, they just take inventory. And uh, we begin, as we take inventory of our lives, we begin to start remembering things that happened during the past year. But let me remind you, it's time to remember to forget. Are we on the same page, this one? It's time to remember to forget. Our problem is that most of us have a better memory than God has. We remember and nurse the hurts done to us. Oh, I have met many people in their lives and talking about few incidents happened they cannot forget and they are bitter about it and it haunts them and they live with it and it wrecks their lives. Then we spend most of our energies planning and forgiving Retaliating, withdrawing, and keep it, keeping people away from us. And we look for the cure, and so many times we cannot find it. Those who dwell on these things in the past. But if you look in the Bible, if you come with me to the Word of God, you will see that even God forgets all these things that disturb us. All our sins, all our problems. And he says in Jeremiah 31, 34, and most or some of you know it, I will forgive their iniquity and their sin I will remember for how long? No more. And please, I ask you this Still morning, I ask you, meditate on that. If God forgot all our sins, isn't it time to remember to forget everything that disturbed us in the past? One of the greatest favors we could do to ourselves at this time of the year is a commitment to remember no more, or a commitment to forget. Whatever painful experience you've had during the past year, just, just forget it. Can you put it under the blood? Christians, I'm talking to you. Can you put it under the blood if God forgot your greatest sin? Can you forget those little things that bugs you? in your life. And the number one problem today in many churches, 
I want to share with you a story in many churches today, nowadays, that is affecting relationship, church attendance, is the inability to cope with forgiveness. Please forgive yourself. Please leave everything behind you. Confess it to God and go. And if you need to talk to someone about it, to correct it, go and do it right now. Don't live with it. It will wreck your life. It sometimes paralyzes the ministry and leaves deep wounds. A pastor, and this is what I want to share with you, a pastor was assisting another pastor in a neighboring church in a revival meeting, and they missed, missed one guy, and uh, the pastor asked about him. He said, no, he's been very active in church, but due to a dispute with a fellow member, thank God we don't have this. And this is not here. He had quit attending church. You're following? They reasoned, they visited him, they reasoned with him for a long time to convince him that he should get back to church, forgive the brother, and get back to his ministry. Well, after a long time, he accepted to go back to church. Praise God for that. But reluctantly, he agreed he'll be there in the first meeting. They prayed together, and when they were leaving, he followed them out to the car and said to them, Now, pastors, I'll forgive him, but all I want is for him to stay on his side of the road, and I'll stay on mine. Did this guy forget? One of the great men of God commented on that. Henry Beecher said, to, stay, to say I can forgive, but I cannot forget, is another way of saying I will not forgive. If this is in your life, if this is ailing you, if this is hindering your growth, I beg you, forgive. And live free. Regardless. What will he say about me? Regardless of that. Live with a clear conscience. And this is what God wants us to forget today. Anything can be fixed. Anything can be repaired. Any relationship. The Lord has guaranteed. If he forgets about it, you better and I better forget about it. Remember to forget. And now it's time to start remembering on 
fruitful things. Things that brings joy to your life. Things that helps you in your growth with the Lord. Paul writes to the Philippians. In Philippians 3.13, he says, he says, to forget those things which are behind. What, do, what things you are talking about, Paul? I, I believe the thought there to forget the unpleasant, the unhappy things, the things that disturb you, the things that create an ill feeling in your life, experiences of defeat, disappointments, guilt. These things... Paul is saying, forgetting things that are behind. 2019. But things of good things. Think of good things. Reflect, reflect on God's good dealings. Reflect on his love. Reflect on the many, the many miracles he's done in your life. So many things we don't, we, people don't call things that happen miracles. Oh, we were lucky. Well, let me tell you one thing. We were more than fortunate to have the experiences that God allowed in our lives. The happy, especially the happy words. Do you have a subject you can remember this afternoon? You can remember and thank God about it? Do you have one? Scan your mind. The last 363 days, can you find something that the Lord blessed you with? We sang, count your blessings, and name them one by one. Can you find one? Can you find two? Who said three? I can't find so many. Remember, remember, remember. Mike stood up today, I said, oh, and he said, let us remember, especially let's remember what the Lord has done for us. Isn't that enough? Let's remember God's love. How many times we have sinned? How many times we have left him? How many times, sometimes we denied him? Sometimes we dishonored him. Does he count it against us? And when we lift up our heads or we bow it and go on our knees, says, Lord, forgive me. They say, yeah, no, this one, I will forgive you, but I'll never forget. No. He never said that. And their sins, their iniquities, I will Remember no more. What a memory. I remember no more. And doesn't this make you aware of the present? We thought backward. But when you think backward of the bury the old things, Bury them. If you regret, that's fine. But let's go forward. How about now? How do you feel now? The psalmist, if you read 
Psalm 104, before that verse, few verse we read. At the end of the psalm, when he was thinking of God's dealings, God's love, God's providence, and what he has done with him, the psalmist, there's in verse 33, 104.33, you know what he says? I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. He couldn't hold it anymore. That's now. How about now? When he starts thinking of the positive things, the good things that happened to him, what God has done, and when we think what God has done in our lives, what he allowed and what he did not allow. And can't we stop a little bit and thank him for his wisdom? The job you did not get and then you were so sad about and later on you found out it's not for you. And, it's, and you say, thank God I did not take it. And this is what the psalmist says in 33. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I'll sing praises to my God while I have my being. As long as I live. Can we? How about now? Where are we now? When we look at God's blessings. When we remember what he's done with each and every one. The fact that we are here today in good health. Is something to praise the Lord for. And thank him. I will sing. And he's. And he says, well, now I can rest. When he remembered God's goodness and mercy, he could not hold himself. How are we doing today? You know, I read that yesterday or the day before yesterday on the internet that uh, there's a, a club and they create, created a drink a drink so people can drink it from now till the end of the year. Good riddance drink. I said, what else is gonna, they're going to create? And good riddance? We cannot say that about 2019. We cannot when you count your blessings. When you see what God has done in your life. When you remember, oh, remember all the blessings. When you remember what God has at a certain time, he stopped you from doing something. I don't know about your lives, but I can tell you one thing. People will ask me, Adel, how are you today? I said, I am thankful. And they don't know what goes in my mind. I am so thankful. Just if I remember the miracles he's done in my life, I bow down and cry and thank him for what he has done. And why, why do we have to go back and meditate on our mistakes, on our shortcomings, on things we have done? Just put it under the blood, confess it, and let's move forward. Provided we don't go back to it. Satan has one problem. With us. One problem with the believers who move forward. That he cannot stop them. And make them think 
of their sins and problems that they have done in the past. I will sing. And this is what I want to leave with you today. Remember the good things that God has done in your life. I say Adol is always positive. Well, wasn't God positive? Isn't he? Didn't he promise us a good life, a wonderful life, forgiveness of sins, happiness, Oh, may God help us not to dwell on these things. Now, the present is a time to work. The present, sitting and waiting and doing nothing is not profitable. Let us work as long as it is day. When our Lord was here, he said, my father works, I'm still working until the last moment. And let us not be idle. Let's work in his field. Let's do what he wants us to do. Let's take charge and let's invest in the kingdom of God. Let's stop worrying. And there's so many people that sit down and worry about what's going to happen tomorrow. Leave that alone. Leave it in the hands of God. Someone said, Never mind about tomorrow. I don't know the name. It is always today. Yesterday has vanished. Wherever it's gone, none can say. Each minute must be guarded. Make worth the while. Somehow, there are no other moments. It's always just now. What are we doing now? Are we trying to do something for the Lord? Are we trying to do something for our fellow men and women? Are we serving with all our heart? Or are we trying to waste our lives? That's the challenge for now. And there's a uh, last look. I, uh, there's what we call the outward look or the future look. You know, remembrance should lead to a, they call it resolutions nowadays, to a resolve. And when you remember what God has done, do you have a certain voice Deep in your heart, in your mind, say, hey, I need to do something. I need to resolve to to be something. I need to repay, though we cannot repay at all what God has done with us. There is no way we can repay, but we can do something. We can do something to put a smile on God's face. We can take a a ministry to serve, to live. Paul said, 
I want to live to be pleasing in the eyes of the Lord. And how is our lives? When we remember, I find, I find myself, I'm in debt to my Savior for what he's done for me. And what can I do in reverse? What are you most thankful for? How does that inspire you and me? What do you want to do? Looking back, then looking at the present, give us a new awareness and encourage you and me through prayers and through supplications. Do you want to be a more prayerful person? Is my prayer life good? This is, this is what we have to think. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do for the future. So many people are worried what's going to happen. When is Christ coming? We know he's coming, and we hope soon. So they're involved in that. Their life is looking for the signs. And their conversation is looking about what's happening in the Middle East, what's happening here, what's happening there. The key is Middle East. You know, we know it. And fine, we want that to happen. But we are not going to live for that. We're going to live serving the Lord, doing something with our lives. He's able, isn't he? Bill Favor's song. He is able and more than able, you know. And the psalmist says, after his prayers, his supplication said, I love the Lord because he has heard my voice and supplication. He is able, whatever. Whatever you put before him. At the, at the end of this year, and a new year is coming, we don't want to, anything to take us by surprise. We want to be awake. We want to be aware What is he answering you? Are you in tune? This is what we are now. Are we? Are you found pleasing in his eyesight? Let's take a stock, you know. Let's take stock. Think. And whenever we drift away a little bit, let's go back to verse 5, 105.5. 5. Remember the wonders he has done. Remember the wonders he has done. And when you rest your soul on his promises, on what he's done, can he repeat? This is what I want to lead you to. Will he do the same in the future? The one who sustains you all through this past year, 
Can he sustain you for the next year? You answer the question. Is he able? Then why worry? Then the one who, who's with you and he's now will continue to be just the same. What does the Bible say? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and, for, and tomorrow, and the day after tomorrow, and next day, and next week, and next month, and next year, forever. Smile in your heart. Rejoice. Don't meditate on things that are gone. You've done, oh, we've done so many mistakes. Bury them. Confess them. Bury them. Put them under the blood. And replace that with what God has done for you during the last week. Last week. Tomorrow, Adol, what's going to happen? I don't know. No one knows. But we have a God who knows. And based on the past, he will do better in the future. That's it. That's the way I take it. He is a God who never leaves us. What? And amen. Never forsakes us. Let us trust him. Let us give ourselves into his hand. And thank him for the past year. It's not a good riddance. It's thank you, Lord, for what you have given us. Count your blessing. Names them one by one. Who is able to save? If you are unsaved this morning, this afternoon, if, you have a, a, if you're still questioning your salvation, if you, your life is not yet surrendered to God, to the Lord Jesus Christ who died on the cross to set you free and save you from sin. He is able to save you at this very moment. He's able to establish you. He's able to help you. He's able to keep you until that day. I know whom I have believers. Paul said, I leave this. And I am persuaded that he is what? Able to keep that which I've committed, this body, each and every one of us, which I've committed until that day. Amen? God bless you, and see you Tuesday. Let's celebrate the old year and the new year, and may God bless you. Let's, pay. Let's bow our heads for prayers. Father, we're thankful for the freedom that we have in this wonderful land that we love so much, to still share these thoughts from the gospel, from your word, and enjoy freely the word of God. Help our hearts, Lord, to be clean before you, to let go of the past, regardless, and remember to guide us for the future that we are going into on a daily basis. 
help us to trust you, not to waver, not to faint along the way, but to continue. Continue enjoying your love, your kindness, your grace, your mercy, which is bestowed on us on a daily basis, and help us to go and spread the word, spread the gospel, and tell people, and count, tell them to count their blessings, and come to take you as Savior. Dismiss us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The meeting is over. And may God bless you. Uh, see you Tuesday night, right? Tuesday night at what time, Dean? 6.30 Tuesday night, we say goodbye to the old year, and we welcome the new year. And we have, we have a, good, a good dinner for us at 6.30, right? With a good dinner. God bless you and be with you.